1: Welcome to the So Social Radio Show. I'm your
2: host, Richard Martin, along with my amazing co-host, Sherry Martin. We are the WCN Interactive Team, Marketing and Social Media Strategist, helping you to
1: dream it, plan it, build it, and most importantly, successfully do it.
2: Yes, for growth, prosperity, and success, and each Wednesday at 12 noon, we are here on Talk networkradio.com to share tips and techniques to grow you and your business. Plus demystify social media and marketing for you so you can have more fun. And
1: my favorite more profits.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And we want to make sure that uh, those of you who are listening to us today, connect with us on Facebook at the So Social Radio Show. There is a top pinned to post with a, a lovely picture here of my co-host, Mr. Richard Martin. And we're going to be talking about goal setting today. And if you have any questions at all or comments, uh, make sure Just put them right in that comment thread there on the So Social Radio Show page. And of course, while you're there, give us that like and let us know what topics you would like us to uh, address here on the So Social Radio Show. What challenges, marketing, business, social media, let us know because this is for you. We're here to help you grow you and your business.
1: Well, let's get started, but let's start with our sponsors that allow us to be here every week.
2: Love that idea. Go ahead and take
1: it away, Richard. All right. I want to start with Constant Contact. They are an award-winning company empowering small businesses and nonprofits to grow and succeed through email marketing. You can be a marketer with one toolkit, one login.
2: And everythingbrevard.com, which is a Brevard County, Florida community website. If you're traveling here to the East coast of Florida, which we're just, what were the closest beaches to Orlando, you can go ahead and take a look at everythingbrevard.com. For those of you here in our Brevard County area, just keep up to date with everything that's happening in Brevard. You can also get your business listing again on everythingbrevard.com. And then we have Toastmasters, our newest sponsor. Very excited to have uh, Toastmasters International and the wonderful director of the Toastmasters here in the Central Florida area, Nancy Hohen as our sponsor. And for those of you that don't know anything about Toastmasters International, definitely go up on to talknetworkradio.com, click on the so social radio show archives, and you definitely want to take a, a listen to what was it 2 weeks ago when Nancy two was weeks here with us right. yes and you know cuz toastmasters is a world leader in communication and leadership development uh, visit toastmasters d 84.org for more information and Nancy will be back with us again as a guest in january talking about some networking tips excited That's after
1: the holidays and we're we're back at work then <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i'll tell you what richard today <laughs> i'm having a hard time staying awake how about you
1: <laughs> yeah, post-election uh, withdrawal. <laughs>
2: what, what, a, what a night. You know, I just wanted to say, what a night. No, it was an adventurous night. And Richard and I, of course, being the marketers that we are, we just started focusing on really, um, think back eight years ago when President Obama won the election and what he implemented in his campaign. It's the first really real presidential elect or campaign that did a lot of social media. Exactly. All marketing. And how did our president-elect Donald Trump win this year?
1: Social media.
2: Marketing. Exactly. So it just goes to show that there, it doesn't always take a lot of big bucks, but it does take some creative out-of-the-box thinking and marketing. So. Well,
1: marketing is all about out-of-the-box thinking because mm-hmm. you start marketing and you start running ads and commercials and those things, their, sho- their shelf life is very short. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's measured in a few weeks to maybe a couple of months, and then everybody's tired of it. They're bored. You know, I've seen that. They're, they're tuning out. And then that causes the radio stations, the radio stations to lose listenership. So everything's got to be kept new and fresh.
2: Well, what I really um, noticed, both this time around, and then like I said, eight years ago, when President Obama was running, they both caused chatter. They also both... Be- they did they stood up they were standing on their head when everybody else was standing straight up they were very being very unique in their approach and how they were campaigning and reaching and connecting with those out in basically in the field us no it, the people.
1: I, I, I totally i totally agree and you know um
2: they got us to pay attention to them
1: and that's that is the whole that was the whole purpose of the, of the marketing campaign uh from both campaigns and the senators and representatives and all the state folks too. It's it's how do you be rememberable?
2: Oh, I love that.
1: Yes. You know, and, and the rememberability has to come when you're casting your vote, whether it's on the election day or whether you're doing early balloting, you have to be that person that when they have that ballot in front of them, no matter when or where they remember your name. Now it's a little easier when we're looking at the presidents and the, state senators and the, you know, local congresspeople. It's a lot more difficult when you get into your specific county or whatever your uh, local government governing area is because a lot of those people have no clue who they were.
2: Well, what lessons can we as business people take away from what we witnessed?
1: You know, there, there's no substitute for being in front of people. Uh, people will forget pretty quickly what you say, what you've written, what's on your Facebook, LinkedIn, social media, all that. But they will remember their image of you. From president down to dog catcher, and from largest business corporations in the world down to the smallest mom and pop shop. It's all about that being rememberable and, and going forward. But, you know, you've got to have. got to have a plan. You've, you've, you've got to have something there, a roadmap that you're following.
2: Very, very good intro into what I know that I am very excited to talk with you about today because we have been working on our goals for 2017. (laughs) Um, and what I enjoy is, the processes that you have implemented and helped us, you know, as a team mm-hmm. in our company put together. But before we get start talking about goal setting, could you give a definition for our listeners today of exactly what is goals and, you know, what is a goal and what is the goal setting, pro- you know, the process? Yeah, we'll, we'll get
1: mm-hmm. into the process as, as we go mm-hmm. through this. But in simple terms, a goal is what is it that you want to accomplish? What are you going to do? How are you going to stand out? How are you going to attract those people in there? How are you going to put deposits in into the bank? You know, because when we look at it in business, if you can see it, feel it, taste it, it becomes a goal. Now, that may seem kind of strange, but really when you when you look at it, if you see it, you you can't have a goal, you can't have a vision, you can't have a mission, a vision unless you actually see it mentally
2: visualize it i mean you know,
1: it's in your mind and when you close your eyes you have to see it you know it, it, are you standing in front of people or, or how are you attracting new clients how are you energizing your existing clients you've got to see this in your mind because if it's not there it's nowhere And, you know, then you sit down with a blank sheet of paper and you go, well, I got to, I got to dream up something quick and you're going to leave out pieces and parts that are really important and should be there. Um, But that's that's a process. And we'll get into that. But, you know, you know, no matter which side that in you, you, you have your goal, you have your vision or you don't. The first thing. The very first thing is. Charge forward. Just charge forward. Take a step, a baby step. Just move because as you start moving, you'll be able to conquer yourself, number one. You'll be able to conquer your mind where you can have those visions, where you can put that mission statement together, where you can have your goals. But you've got to you've got to just charge forward and, and conquer your own mental fears.
2: Sounds... Easy. (laughs) I mean No, it's not. (laughs) I I know, you know me, right? I mean you have really helped myself through you know, we've been in business together since nineteen ninety eight. And every year we go through these processes and really start focusing. And it's not just what does the end of 2017 look like it's what does five years out look like and i know that that's what we're going to really kind of touch on some key processes there in just a moment get into that but i know you started saying about you know that when you're thinking of your goal you need to see it you need to feel it you need to taste it and you know i hear you say this often not just when we're in discussion, but also when you're working with a client or in one of your coaching, your, your your VIP day coaching sessions as well. So what do you, I mean, you started talking about the the see it. You have to visualize it. What do you mean by feel it and taste it?
1: Okay, when you see it, what I'm saying is when you close your eyes, can you see yourself doing mm-hmm. what you say you're going to do? So can talk- you see yourself standing up with your client or customer and them smiling back at you and saying thank you? Can you see that? And I'm not just talking nightmares or dreams. I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. really getting in there. And, and can you see it? Can you feel it? Because I know when I get into that realm, it, when I get into that mental state, I can see it. And I can feel it in the sense that my body starts to tingle. I, I, I just get this tingly feeling over my body. That tingly feeling tells me something. It's the technical word is biofeedback, okay? Because when I get that, I know I'm on the right path. But if I don't get it and just speaking for me, you know, then I know I, I'm i not quite there yet. I've got to do more reflection and more thought and more planning until I get to that particular point. Because, you know, when I say see it, feel it, taste it, and it becomes your goal, so you've got to see it, and then for me, i got to feel it. That's the tingling. Now you're, you're, you're going through the sequential process of, of looking at everything that's happening in the, in the middle of this thing. So seeing it is your vision. Feeling it is when you know you're implanting it into your being, into your mind. And then, can you taste it? Can you taste that sweet victory? Can you taste that sweet victory when you have that client says thank you, and they hand you their credit card or their check or whatever your payment method is, and they say thank you, and then they ask you, is there more? What's next?
2: That's when you know that you've really served them, that you've definitely helped them meet their objective as well.
1: Correct. I mean, that's that's what the whole thing's about on that. But, you know, it sounds easy, and I can sit here and say this and, and talk about the hyperbole all day. It's, it's not that difficult. That's why really good coaches and really good mentors are not inexpensive.
2: And it's really just staying disciplined and clear and concise about what it is that you do want so you, you actually do start visualizing it. Um, And it reminds me of a book that we have read together and are consistently reading together, which is The Science of Getting Rich Mm -hmm. and focusing on, you know, doing things in a certain way. And that's kind of what I was thinking about when you, you know, when you say see it, feel it, taste it, in order for you to really feel it flowing to you or you flowing towards that goal you have to actually believe it but to believe it you have to be able to visualize it and and feel it's it's right there and that you can touch it
1: absolutely i I mean that's that that, that's that's what it's that's what it's all, all about um you know and when you're at that point that's when you begin to move forward or as as i like to say charge mm-hmm. because you've got, you've got the confidence and you know what success feels like you know what success smells like and you know how to get that success because you know what you're driving towards think think of the you know think of the world series that that, that we just went through it went to the 7th game it was all tied up.
2: Uh, it was just it, it, a it, week ago. Go Cubs! Woo! <laughs> it it yes. looked
1: it, it it looked like the Cubs may have lost it. You know the momentum had shifted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the, out of the heavens,
2: the rains came. Came
1: the rains, right? <laughs> it was ten or twelve or thirteen minutes. It wasn't long, mm. but what happened in that period of time?
2: They were they were able to just. Take some deep breaths. Settle down. The other team, the, the Indians, Cleveland Indians, actually lost their momentum. Indians lost
1: their momentum, and the Cubs de-stressed. Mm-hmm. They were able to relax for a few minutes. Go back into the dugout. Go play in the rain. Relax. Have some fun. And that's
2: that's what. That's what
1: is right. working your goal anyway, is all about.
2: And when I think about that, they both saw and they both, both teams, all players, both managers, they felt it, you know, they saw it, they, they felt it and they tasted it. They both wanted it so bad. Oh, and so, both both are great teams. Yeah, definitely. You know. It was an awesome series. So again, um, we're talking about, you know, different actual happenings of, you know, that we may not think about as a goal, but we have to set those goals for everything that we want to accomplish. So focusing on 2017, for those, we all in business should be starting to plan for 2017. What are, I know when we do it, you have, I believe it's five steps in the mm-hmm. process. That's so correct. would you want to start sharing those those five steps? Step one, what is that first step you know, in the process of actually setting that goal? The,
1: the, my first step, you know, is being Exactly clear with what you desire to achieve. That's that's first one. We, we can't go anywhere else until you know what you want. So but but you, you it's not just knowing I want to add an extra ten thousand dollars a year to my income. OK. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's. How do I add an extra ten thousand dollars a year to my income? Can I do it? In my current employment situation that I'm in, do I need to look for a promotion so I get out of my current situation to a better situation with the same organization, or do I need to find a really good headhunter and find a a whole new company to drive forward with? All three of those are very good options, but all require different So when you when you when you look at your setting your goal, I want this extra whatever it is in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to come into steps. And, the, and the, the first step is you have to be extremely clear in what your desire is to achieve. So you so need
2: to see it, feel it and taste it. <laughs> you need to see it, feel it and Just taste those, it. That goes back that's, to that. Yeah, that, that's
1: that's what I go. The visual. And, and, you know, and when you go through the see it, see it, feel it, taste it when you get when you get your physical symbol that comes to you like like i said the tingles you know on on that you'll understand just instantaneously what you're dealing with how it feels what's going on there there's no there's no doubt about right or wrong you're right mm-hmm. because it's about you and it's about your goal
2: and i know for myself when I am thinking of what it is that I desire and, you know, I'm very specific at what I want to achieve. Um, I need to see that visual in front of me all the time. So is this where maybe developing what we call a dream board would really come in handy? I mean, mean, putting that visual in front of you on a a poster board and putting it in front of you and, and seeing it at your desk. I know that you have a sign in your office. And I have a sign in my office that has an amount, an income amount that we look Correct. at every single day. And that keeps us moving forward when we feel like giving up. When We feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm just so tired when
1: I go, you know, I really want to go in here and see what's happening in the election. But I got three more phone calls to make to make my quota. What do I do?
2: You look at that visual or, and you, that way you can really you know, the, keep it in are, front those of you. Those are one of
1: those micro choices that you have to make. Mm-hmm. But that micro choice has really, really important implications. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're calling prospects to grow your business, or you're calling existing clients or customers to grow your business, that's really important. You know, do I go in and watch the uh, the election at six thirty in the evening? Well, no, because I know they're not going to be able to call it till at least after nine sometime. So I'm going to make my last few phone calls. I'm going to accomplish my goal. It doesn't matter whether those phone calls pan out or they don't pan out. And we'll address that in a, in a, in a minute. It's the fact that I said I was going to make X number of calls. In my case, it was 25 and I had to do them. I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. unless I violate myself.
2: Mm-hmm. So that first step in the process of setting your goal is to be very clear and concise about what it is that you desire and truly want to achieve. So what's the second step, Richard?
1: The second step is to create or find a plan and duplicate and duplicate as close as possible to achieve your goal.
2: Hmm. So explain that.
1: So you either need to create your own plan of action
2: mm-hmm.
1: or you need to find one that's out there. So when when you when you look at this, you find something that works. And this is a trial and error I had, I had mentioned just a, a little bit ago. You just keep trying it over and over again until you find out what succeeds for you. Cuz no matter what business you're in, there are many certain ways, but there's only one certain way for you. Mm. Because of everything that everything that comes up in you. You know, you have your nerves, your sweat, your anxiousness, your sleeplessness, you know, <laughs> how confident or unconfident you are. You have all these things. So as you create or find a plan and you duplicate it as closely as possible to achieve your goals, it's to me, it's an an, an analogous to like. A GPS in a car.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I see that. You know, yeah,
1: it keeps you on course. On course. Turn focused. left here. Turn right here. Take the fork to the right. You know, all of these things come on and put it together, and that's
2: that's your guidepost. So your 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 plan when you're creating is actually you're developing like a mind map or a a course. That keeps you going in that right direction. It, it, uh, you know, it, a, a, I guess I don't want to say a course, but a, you, you develop that sequence of events or topics or things that you need to do to actually achieve your goal. Correct.
1: Okay. And and that's that's why I, I bring it back to the GPS. You know, there's multiple ways to get from where we are to where we want to go to. If we're if we're driving somewhere, there might be the fastest. There might be the most scenic. There might be the most fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So which level are you in? If you're on vacation, it might be the most scenic or the most fun. If you're looking to grow your business, it might be the fastest.
2: And when you're talking about duplicating it, so, you know, you've got your goal and you're doing it once and if you haven't yet achieved that, you just keep on doing it or do you tweak it? Do you, do you do you stop and assess things?
1: Well, first you keep on doing it. If it's working, you keep on doing mm-hmm. it. And then you go into what I call a, a little bit of an experimental phase, very minor tweaks, little adjustments. If you're given a presentation or a speech, change a word or two, see how the audience reacts. You know, if you're if you're in, in business and you're doing negotiations, again, try different words in the contract. Try uh, adjusting your tonality when you're speaking mm-hmm. to the people that you're presenting to in business.
2: So again, that plan, very, very vital in the process of reaching those goals. And that is step two, is to create that plan and duplicate it so that you're working towards achieving your goal.
1: Yep. And then, then cement it into your mind where you, it's just burned in so that it does become that GPS.
2: Oh, I like that. So, step three in the process.
1: Discover the weak points in your plan. And what I mean by discovering the weak points is every plan can be made better. You know, look at the... At, the election cycle that we're in. You can go down to, the, like I said, the president to the dog catcher. You know, there wasn't one strategy that worked the whole time through the campaign. They had to have a number of different strategies. The message,
0: the intent of,
2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: It's the same. But each message which tweaked just a little bit. You know, if, if, I'm, if I'm speaking to northerners, if I'm speaking to southerners, if I'm speaking to people in the Midwest, if I'm speaking to people on the left coast, you know, the tonality has to be adjusted to the market that you're going to. But the message does not change. That make that make, that make makes sense just a just a little bit mm-hmm. on, on putting that together. So you know when we're when we're talking about this, you look at the two strategies from the political can, candidates. Trump was out there; he was everywhere, so to speak. Hillary was not; she was there a few places, not nearly what Trump was. So. When you look at it, what are the two strategies between those two simple little terms right there? Just the visibility. How visible do you want to be? How visible do you not want to be? One it, one was aggressive and going after you. The other was I have an advantage. People know who I am. Mm-hmm. So I just want to maintain certain appearances because I don't want to get into a large public debate and then have people ask me questions I really don't want to answer. Mm, So, mm -hmm. you know, in, in that whole thing, both of them were brilliant strategies. They were, they they were both brilliant strategies and, and the people and and all of that that came up with it are to be really praised for, for what happened.
2: So what you're saying is within this plan, that's when you're putting the strategies together that you're going to be implementing. Mm -hmm. And as you start implementing these, that's when you're going to really discover the weak points. Yes, what's working, what's not working. So that's where you have to make course uh, dir- uh, what? course corrections. Corrections, yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: So you know, if if we're talking about selling, okay, and I go in there and I'm going into professional offices, doctors, dentists, attorneys, mm-hmm. CPAs, and those things, and I and I speak it at, at, in a certain tonality, and I present certain facts. I am going to real quickly learn in two or three or four presentations definitely what's not working
2: exactly at, at yeah.
1: that point i might not know what is working but i'm i'll have some ideas of what's not working then i have to judge what's not working is it what i'm saying or is it how i'm saying it or writing it if you're if you're sending over emails or written documents or those things mm-hmm. so there there's always these systems and processes that have to be reviewed and analyzed and uh, you have to be willing to do it on the fly if necessary.
2: And that's where it gets into that step 4 of your process as you say. You know, really discover
1: what, what causes any weaknesses and correct it as fast as possible.
2: Mhm. And that's what makes online marketing so powerful because I know in the past we've been in business since 1998 we've um, Done radio advertising. We've done print advertising. We've done direct mail pieces, and let's you know. And, and for those our listeners, print is not dead. You have to look at the big picture for your business. What's going to work and how you're going to reach your ideal client. But with print, it there's more of a time factor involved when you're creating that ad. You're also one you know the time maybe six weeks out before it actually gets put into a publication and then you have to wait about three months to see if it's really working. So the advantage of online marketing allows you to make corrections faster.
1: That is correct. The response time is much, much shorter. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we go back to our Catch-22 networking event that we're doing in Orlando, okay? Now this is going to be right after the first of the year
2: mm-hmm.
1: on that. So what we're doing now is... We have flyers that we go around to different events and we pass out flyers. Now, am I expecting people to go buy from that flyer? Maybe.
2: They better listen maybe. on Cyber <laughs> Monday. May, may, <laughs> may, no.
1: May, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But my main goal at that point in time is I've handed them something tangible. Mm-hmm. They're, they're holding this piece of paper and they're looking at it. Now, once I, I go back to where we started here, if you, you can feel it, taste it, smell it, okay? Taste they it. can mm-hmm. see it. They feel this piece of paper.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: a- another a- another point of marketing, if I want to make an impression, do I just use a piece of typing paper? Or do I want a piece of paper with a little body to it?
2: Mm-hmm. The image. So yeah. Th- th- so that it's... As you say, rememberable,
1: remember, because if, if I have if I have it just on a piece of copy machine paper, what's rememberable? That's just another piece of paper. And as what happens in, in uh, you know, networking events, you pull out flyers, you pull up business cards. But where do they all end up?
2: Usually in the trash or you, in someone's purse. And they get home and a week later, they're cleaning it out. Oh, well, was I, this? Ca- oh. I can't
1: remember who that was.
2: Yeah. So exactly. So that is something that you have to really focus on. When you're really looking at whether or not you're getting results from your marketing, that could be a weakness. So how are you going to correct it? Yeah, and and along that line as well, I know um, it's easy to think that you want to market to everybody. So that could be something that if you're doing and you're not getting the results, that's when you have to really stop and think and say, wait a minute, I have an an ideal client you may have three different niches or ideal clients. You have to market specifically for each one of those. Am I correct on that? So that you're making sure that you um, are speaking their message?
1: Yeah, c- correctly. Yes. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use the same tonality and maybe not even the same words. If I'm going into professionals versus a retail store, mm-hmm. you know, retail store is much more difficult to get across to than a professional because if i I book with a professional i know i'm going to be in a one-on-one or one to a couple people with that that business but i know i don't have to fight for attention Mm -hmm. if i go if i'm going into a retail store or i'm at an event i have competition for that attention you can buy and saying hi people coming by and doing this that or the other stuff and so you know you have to you have to be a little bit more adapted doing that and make sure you're in their space a little bit where they're feeling uncomfortable, but they can hear you. They can see you. If it's loud, they can read your lips mm-hmm. on, I'm on, on putting all that together. But you know, if you're, if you're too close, you got to be aware of the anxiousness that's built up. You're in my space. And, and that so you got You got to pay attention if you're in their space okay. and they're and they're kind of moving away, then let them move away a little bit, but don't let them turn away mm-hmm. on putting that together. So when, when you're when you're doing this, just keep this in mind when you're planning your goals, because to write down a goal is the simplest thing, you know, you know, what I you want to add yeah. $10,000 to my income. OK, that's a goal. I just did it. Now, how are you going to get there? Yes. Now, now you have to build a plan and that plan signifies how you're going to build this goal or any other goal that you're, that you're doing.
2: Well, I I have a question on that because I know that when you're really focusing on that, if you are a sole entrepreneur, a sole business person, and you are the only one that really is your team member, would you recommend an accountability partner so that they can work with someone else to see things that they may be missing?
1: Any type of coaching you can get, whether it's business coaching, whether it's accountability coaching, any of it. Yes, absolutely. Accountability is easy because you can, you can get a friend to help you be accountable. The, the trick if you're using a friend is you you have to be willing to accept what they say. You've got to give them permission to be truthful no matter what they say. So that's, that's, that's the block to get over. That's, that's why people hire coaches and strategists and all that because they don't want to infringe on friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if your best friend tells you, you know, that presentation really wasn't very good, you know, it's, oh, I thought you liked what I did you know and
2: well, with that i know you have a before we wind up the full five tips on the process and such you have a day that you, i know you do vip days all the time with a small group setting and you have one coming up here what next week yeah the
1: 18th and i still have a slot or two open in my vip day which we hold at our home and on the comfy couches and chairs <laughs> and uh we do it that way because we want a relaxed environment. Uh, we want people to feel comfortable and open. And that's, that's the whole thing is, is, is creating the right atmosphere. And from there, when people feel comfortable and they're in a non-threatening environment, they'll ask that question that they, they're they really trying to find an answer to. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be able to pull that up through their gut and into their mind and actually speak it, and that's half of it right there. But the you know the whole mastermind is it's all it's all non-threatening. Of course, masterminds were created back in the early nineteen hundreds by mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill, and then expressed in his book Think and Grow Rich. Came a little bit after that on that, but it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a wonderful process. Uh, it's usually a lot more affordable. In my case, it's a lot more affordable that, than, 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 than one-on-one coaching.
2: And with that small group setting, it is exclusive. So if someone, you, you can, you're guaranteed that if you come in, nobody else in your industry would be in that small that group setting. That. that is correct. And how can they uh, reach out to you to find out more information, Richard?
1: Well, you can call me on my cell phone, which is 321-446-2155.
2: All right. And we'll we'll definitely put this up on our social radio show page here today so that if you want to know more, um, you can connect with Richard. There is an interview process. He wants to make sure you're a good fit for the group because he wants to make sure that this is going that he's able to serve you where you want and need to be served at this time. But this is a Wonderful way to get into a small setting and really work through this process that Richard is sharing right now to help you set up your goals for 2017. So what is that fifth step?
1: The last step, you really want to know what it is?
2: I know, but (laughs) you put me through this all the time, Richard. I I get the pleasure of sitting in your VIP days as a as a Generically,
1: it's called execution. What I like to say is just do it, (laughs) you know, because that's, that's what it's about.
2: Or like you like to say, really, is just go dirty because (laughs) if you don't go dirty and just do it, you're never going to do it.
1: Well, you know, when, when you're trying something new, you're not going to find all the issues in it. By putting focus groups together, talking to people about what they think. You've got to put them through the experience of what you're going to do. And that's the process that's called going dirty and figuring mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the political elections, how many times did both of our presidential candidates tweak their messaging? It, you know, it, yeah. really for <laughs> both of them, it was, it you was. Know, especially in this last, last 60 month, days. Yeah they were tweaking every week sometimes every speech because they were trying to get closer and closer to that emotional connection that happened out there so when when you when you look at that that's that's where you have to be you know i like to uh, i like to say i like think about a quote on courage a soft easy life is not worth giving If it impairs the fiber of the brain and the heart muscle, we must must dare to be great and we must realize that greatness is the fruit of our toil, sacrifice, and high courage. And that is a quote from President Teddy Roosevelt.
2: It's a wonderful quote. Over 100 years ago. It's a really wonderful quote. We were watching a program on the Discovery of History channel the other day, I think it was, on early, our early manufacturers and Teddy Roosevelt becoming president and all that. It was very interesting to see that time, uh, and I feel like we're...
1: Oh, no, we're, we're, we're on the cusp. I, I don't know what's coming, but we're we're on the cru- yeah. cusp of businesses just totally morphing mm-hmm. and Again, this isn't because of who's going to be president. This is mm-hmm. because we, the people, want to move to more and get away from the lack that we've been experiencing.
2: Precisely. And a quote that I actually posted up on social media this last week was one that I found that really resonated with me. And it's a quote from uh, Michael Korda. He's a writer and a novelist. Um, he says, one way to keep momentum going is to have constantly greater goals, and that brings back to your five steps. You're t- you're doing this process to set those goals, but you always have to be willing to stretch yourself and make it greater. Because chances are you may reach it before the end of 2017, so you have to be willing to stretch yourself. As I say, we have to be ever evolving ever growing but to be able to make it even greater if we because some of us and I you know me from past experience I kind of set some easy goals in the beginning Um, I was afraid to set greater goals because I was afraid I might not accomplish them so that fear factors in there how do you handle that fear factor when you're setting your goals so that you do Stretch yourself, you know, what is it? You have to get uncomfortable before you can be comfortable. Exactly. I mean, you'll go
1: through this. When, When you start getting uncomfortable, that's, that's a critical activity to you. Okay. So being a critical activity, once you, once you understand that you're doing that critical activity and. You know, you start getting nervous, you start getting sweaty, you start doing all these things that that stress brings on and everybody <laughs> reacts a little bit differently. Yep. But when you when you look at these create critical activities, you have to analyze them. You, you have to say. Why am I nervous? Why am I holding back? What's causing it? Because there's something there's something in you mentally that just doesn't feel right. And you've got to find out what it is. And that is a critical step, but it is a very, very hard step to get it, to get across and pulling into Mm -hmm, on putting, mm -hmm. putting all that together. But you know, it can be done. It can be challenging. And that's where you, that's where you need to sometimes step out of your own comfort zone and come to a VIP group or hire a coach or somebody that's going to honestly and kindly help you move to that next level
2: well we both have worked with coaches since we started our business in 98 for many years we had one coach who's no longer with us but we worked together with him and then a few years ago we hired another coach again together we worked with him and actually traveled to go to some mastermind classes but this last year we both have decided you know that we're coaching each other But we also have mentors and coaches individually, which has helped us. And I know I was sharing with my coach the other day how what you've witnessed. And I know in me, it has really pushed me. And not the coach isn't pushing me. The coach is bringing out of me what I already have inside of me. And I'm pushing myself.
1: Do you remember what Bob Donnell, our coach in California, had us do the first time we got there?
2: Oh, my gosh. Share that, Richard. I, I still think about it. It was very frightening for me to do that.
1: Um, you had to write a suicide letter.
2: To the person you loved.
1: To the person you loved the most. And it had to be a full-page letter. It, it just, just not a sentence or two. It had to be a full-page letter letter talking about gut wrenching first of all just a thought of it is gut wrenching yeah, I mean. but you had you had to go through there because his objective there was to that da- it was to get you me into our mind and start seeing little flashes coming from the subconscious mind okay we're we're, we're all controlled by it. but he he wanted us to get into that emotional realm where we were really feeling and tasting what was going on in ourselves when we had to do it. And, you know, when I, when I'm writing the letter to you, you know, it was, it was difficult. First of all, I'm, I, I want to end my life. No, I don't want to end my life. I I didn't want (laughs) to do
2: this. (laughs) That's
1: about as far away from anything as I can dream. But I know for some people it's real. And I know for him and his family, it was very, very real. I don't want to go into any details. exactly. But it but it was. And
2: he is a, a, a counselor. He helps with uh, those that are... Bereavement, yes. Gre- bereavement as well as those that are contemplating suicide. He's been able to save a, a number of lives. But what it did for me that day when I was actually writing it down, I actually was... I Just that limiting beliefs, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, um, it's all my fault, you know, and you start pulling it was interesting you know i was like almost blaming richard when i was writing my mine and then you know then i took it and twisted it around and it was like my fault you know and it was like oh my god and i didn't feel any of it but it was really powerful to go through that exercise and um so sometimes we have to again get out of our comfort zone and do some things that make us a little feel funny or feel uncomfortable uh to it really truly stretch and um I challenge you to invest in yourself. And again, the investment to, to work with Richard for his VIP day is very affordable because it's going to help you definitely get to that next level in your business or personal um, goals as well. But when again, Richard, let people know how they can contact you if they yeah, are interested you, you in hearing can, more.
1: You, you can give me a call at 321-446-2155 and that is my cell number. And I won't answer it now because I'm on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Sherry would not be happy with me if I walked outside and answered the cell phone right now, especially when she's interviewing me.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And before we move on and and let you wrap up a little bit today, but I want to give a shout out to one of our partners who is online listening to us and commenting a little bit on our thread there at the So Social Radio Show. But Kim... Cone and Garen Cohn with the AVET project as Hello, Kim and Garen, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Definitely, and she loves that idea of posting the pictures and really listening to the messages. And,
1: and I, I you know, we we mention the AVET project all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, once again, you know,
2: we were going to end that today because it is a very special time this week, April 11th or April. Listen to me. November 11th <laughs> where did April come from. It, uh, November 11th is Veterans Day.
1: Yes, and Kim and Garen have a, a non-profit a the avetproject.org is the address and they go so far far and beyond than any other veteran organ- organization i can think of when you make a donation to them you know all of it all of 100% it of 100% 100% it. of it is used for the service of the veterans and uh, these guys are these guys are awesome on that, hey, Kim, if you're listening, type in in the, in the block what your phone number is, and I'll give you your phone number if you're listening real quick. <laughs> on, on that,
2: but yeah. or is yeah. where, uh, it's where you can, can go, go and to the to their website information as well. But yeah. yes, definitely, that is we're very honored to partner with them, and I know that. Richard, being a disabled vet, has had a lot of assistance as well from Gary. They've
1: they've been great.
2: So we thank you, thank you, thank you. And this is why we love doing our social radio show is having such awesome partners, as we mentioned at the beginning of our show. And uh, again, ending here with the AVET project. But Richard, we are down to just under two minutes. What would be one last tip you would like to leave our listeners today about goal setting?
1: You know, when you're setting your goals, make them fun. Make him enjoyable, and what I mean by that is, when you take that major step, reward yourself.
2: Oh, I like that. You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: you you took a, you took a step. Reward yourself. You know, I don't I don't care whatever the reward is that you like. Maybe it's maybe it's an extra date night. Maybe it's a going to a show. Maybe it's going out and having your favorite meal someplace. But whatever it is. Reward yourself,
2: and I would like to add to that, Richard, because this is what I've learned along the way as well in business: is that no matter how small that success may seem, celebrate it. It's all Every about success. It's
1: all about incremental movement. It's 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 taking baby steps. You 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 know, none of us are brought into this life being able to run sprints, you know, but all we we can do is drink and poop, you know, just (laughs) keep it going.
2: Thanks for sharing that. So, well, listen, everyone, this has been phenomenal. Richard, thank you for sharing your insights. I mean, this information he just shared, he has worked in the past with fortune thousand companies, 500. He has done this and he loves helping our clients really set those goals. So tune in again, every wednesday at 12 noon to the so social radio show come on over to so social radio show on facebook you know that's where the conversation's happening guys is on is on the social media so we thank you and make sure that you always remember you can have more fun
1: and more profits at the talk network radio show
2: make it a great social week